Well, that was fun. <sighs> no kidding. What are the odds that I would predict all that so exactly? <laughs> that depends. Have you seen this movie before? No. Then, as a guess, I'd say approximately 3,720 to 1. Uh, to quote a smuggler, never tell me the odds. <laughs> yeah, but you did ask. <sighs> All right, now that I can think straight. Dealer, please tell me the portal is ready. <laughs> Almost? Okay. You know, all things considered, this has been kind of fun. I'm not disagreeing with you. I just hope neither of us has been fired due to a lack of attendance. You have a point there. <laughs> Portal's ready? Good. Just to make sure, though. Are there any strange readings? Good. You ready, Jacob? Yeah, let's get the heck out of here. So, we're back? Looks like it. I wonder what time it is. Huh. Well, that's weird. What is that? Dila, does that portal transport us through time as well as space? Interesting. So guess what, Jacob? We're back at the exact moment we left. That is awesome. However, I had to shrink my apartment and crash because I'm exhausted. What's up? She asked, despite all the issues, what did you think of her proposal? I'm thinking we need to talk about that later, say in two or three weeks. Sounds good. Night, guys. And gal. Night, Jacob. It's okay, Dealit. We got back safe and sound and without losing any time. Everything's good, but we just need to think about it. We'll probably wait till after we've watched Future, the normal way, to make a decision. I mean, you did just kind of spring this on us after we had just barely met you. Anyway, I'm heading to bed. Night, Dila. Hello and welcome to another episode of The Cellcast. Joining me today is a man who, well, I don't have a good pun this week. <laughs> I don't know. Uh, I really don't. I, why did I think of one before this started? Uh, that would have probably helped. That would have helped a lot, actually. <laughs> it's not like I didn't have four extra days. Um, I don't know. He's, he's a man who keeps going back and forth between worlds. Welcome, Jacob. All right. Why, thank you. And let me use our co-host, a man who just stepped into the wrong ocean. What we drew? I'm sorry, I was reading chats. <laughs> How's it going? I'm going mad. Apparently. Uh, Matt is a tech hatter. Maybe. Anyway. Uh, get this thing to do what it's supposed to do. Mm-hmm. Um, so how are you doing, Jacob? Man, I'm doing pretty good. It's 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 been a long week, let's say that. And, uh, yeah, and yeah. you were flat wore out Tuesday, apparently. Yes, I was completely, because what happened was, because I, I work uh, where I work, um, and so I'm working like an eight, nine hour shift on my feet, doing something I'm not used to for like two weeks straight, because mm-hmm. COVID and people who just don't want to come in. Uh, and so I'm sitting by a ke- check stand all day, so I'm like, pull, I, I get home, 
I'm fixing notes, I'm eating dinner, yeah. and I just go thump. Like, all the energy drops out. Mm-hmm. He's like, finally relaxed. So I, I call, I text Drew, and it's like, hey, can we postpone until Friday? And I was like, oh, yeah, sure, no problem. So third, so Wednesday, uh, I just had kind of a, like we all do, we have uh, issues that we deal with, like depression or anxiety or whatever. Well, I had one of those days. I had we one had to knock days. you out of that funk. Yeah, huh? We what? had to knock you out of that funk. Yeah, that is true. That is true. That is so true. So I'd be like, yeah, it's, uh, there again for those who did post. Uh, who did uh, respond to that? Thank you so much. That was very encouraging. It was uh, all your prayers, all your uh, your thoughts, all your uh, your encouragement, um, and the fact to be like I posted it. Drew was the first one to post, and I love what he said. It was the fact that when be like when you see something like that, you have friends who jump in there because you, they care mm-hmm. about you, and uh, that re- that's really encouraging to hear. Uh, and I wanted to delete it because I felt really, really stupid because I felt really. Not stupid, but I felt really just embarrassed. I was like, oh, J- be like, you're bringing it to yourself. Don't do that, Jacob. And uh, I had so many people reply back. It's like, don't post it because that's encouraging. Because most people won't say that. They won't say that they're dealing with depression, dealing with anxiety or whatever. And so it was really encouraging to see people do that. And then just, you know, as the week went on, things got a little better, a little better. And uh looks like work's getting a lot better. That's good. So yeah, it's been a roller coaster. Uh, how are you, Bender? Crazy. Well, yeah, we knew that. Oh yes. <laughs> no, I've been doing pretty good. I had a, a semi-relaxing week. Been getting a little bit extra overtime in, so that's been nice. But yeah, you know, just kind of a normal week. Okay. So uh, we got trivia question from last yeah. week. True. Technically about this week, but anyway, and I posted it late because. I apparently forgot to post it Wednesday. <laughs> that happens. Anyway, the trivia question was, what company originally localized Digimon? And then I posted, sorry for posting this so late. <laughs> so, Jacob, who was the original localization company for Digimon? Uh, let's see. If it was, if memory serves correctly, it was the same company who did uh, re- did the uh, Mighty Morphin Power Rangers. Indeed. That would be Saban. It was Saban. Saban is the one who did this, but uh, Josh only got it right like seconds before we came on. Oh. (laughs) He's the only one who actually posted the right answer. Uh, Dallas of Geek Devotions, he thought it was four kids. I understand the thought Uh, completely. Exactly, Dallas. Except it's a better quality than four kids Dub ever thought about being. I would agree. And And I'm saying that, knowing Pokemon was done by four kids. And just saying that, be like, thank you, Dallas. He reached out on uh, he reached in on Tuesday when I couldn't couldn't make for the for the um, for the recording that day. So thank you, uh, Dallas, for your prayers and definitely the 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 little laugh that I got out of it. (laughs) Thank you. And then uh, Stephanie responded to Dallas saying he, she agreed that she thought it was four kids, but thinking later on it was Toei. Toei is the animation company, not the localizer. Yes. There again, all good answers. All good answers. I understand, where you came answer. from. I understand where you came from, but they yes. have the correct answer. But Josh did get it right a couple seconds before the stream. Uh, not a couple seconds before the stream. During the stream, a uh-huh. couple seconds before we went live, he said yeah. it was Saban. Because I asked him, because I didn't see his thing on here, and he usually answers. I wanted to make sure he had mm. posted something. So congratulations, Josh. You got it right once again. <sighs> what have we been watching? 
What have you been watching? What have I been watching? So, since we are going through Digimon Adventure Tribe, there, of course, there had to be an abridged version of this. Oh, I haven't looked this up yet. Oh, I, 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 I happened to find it on YouTube, and that's normally where you get find abridged stuff. Yeah, and I'm oh, worried. Is, is it bad? Some um, of them can be bad. Some can be good. It's it gets a little uh, political, and it gets oh, it gets a it lot. It is the internet. It is the internet. But the uh, the corrections they did with the uh, the digivolutions and the fights and all that, because with this dub, they don't call out any of the, like what they normally do or when Omnimon, Omnimon or, uh, War Greymon and Metal Guru Mon merge and become Omnimon. They don't say it correctly. <laughs> so in this, this, uh, abridged version, they, they actually say it right. Uh, I think it's like mega double, uh, double war, DNA Digivolve and was like, okay, bravo. You did it right. But, uh, overall it's like, okay, this is your, your typical, uh, abridged thing like they did with Dragon Ball Z and, you know, all these others. So it's good. They get a little, they get very, uh, uh, political. Let's say that okay. Let's use political term. Are um, you suggesting that I skip it? Well, you you can if you want. Uh, I would probably just watch it for like the first few minutes and it's like okay. what what you think of it. Uh, other than that, I did. Uh, I was watching. I had mentioned last week that I I started watching One Punch Man. Exactly, really amazing. The first season is amazing, and there again, a very dearly loved friend of ours. Uh, I had told him what I was doing at the time I was watching season two of one punch man and he strongly recommended not watching it. So a lot of people will strongly suggest you not watch it. Yes. But I watched it anyway, because there again, I want to have my own opinion about it. So if mm-hmm. you're, if you're watching a film or watching a television show and people are telling you don't watch it. And it's just telling you more likely. I actually go watch this. Yeah, be like, yeah. What, what's what's about. what's people are complaining about? What what's good? What's bad about it? And so I watched it, and I found myself really intrigued by this story because Saitama in the first the first season it was uh, he punched everything in every episode, and that was it. Well, with this one, you you deal with a lot more of uh, character issues. Like Saitama comes in to save the day only twice. Or, and it'd be like it's it's you know there again it's Saitama everything's played low key but I don't want to give away anything in the series mm-hmm. uh, just the the ending is really cool but there again they leave everything hanging to season three we have I think season three is I think it's getting close to being finished I, I don't know I think I hadn't kept up with it yeah but there again for those who might say well I'm not going to watch season two because it's a different animation department or addition studio, whatever. I would just watch it for the sake of watching it because it's really good story wise. And there, there's some little things be like, there's a monster league now and it's, it's different, but at the same time you, you deal with a lot more than just Saitama wanting to punch something and having a little more challenge. And you're dealing with the different characters and what they're going through. And, mm-hmm. um, yeah, so it's it's really interesting. So I watched other than that. 
I started watching uh, Digimon Tamers on Hulu. And that's season three. That's season three. Because I think it's still on the Saban dub. It's still just called Digimon. Yeah. Yeah, it's called Digimon Tamers. And uh, that's really good. There again, it's it's a lot more. It's a lot darker story. Um, it went all Yu-Gi-Oh on us. A little bit. A little bit. You had some of the... Uh, I don't want Digivolve with the heart of the cards. Uh, <laughs> you don't even. I uh, yeah. I don't. I, I've never watched. I've watched Yu Gi Oh very little. Obvious since you didn't mm. jump at the heart of the cards reference. But nope. anyway, no. Nope. But yeah, so I watched that, and then I was, I've been re- uh, reading or listening to two books as of recently. Uh, we are doing a Bible study over Cold Case Christianity by mm-hmm. J. Warner uh, Wallace. Wallace. Um, and that's a really, really good book. Really good. I would highly recommend it if like you're wanting to invest, be like, if you are a Christian and you wanted, um, like really like dig into everything and understand your faith even greater through investigate and through investigation and simply just be like, Oh, I believe it. So why do you believe it? So it kind of delves into that. And if you don't believe in Christ or you're an atheist or just a non-believer, uh, maybe something you might want to pick up or listen to an audio audio on uh, audible. Um, it's really good. It's a really good book. I'd highly recommend it. And the next book is I'm currently listening to is the book of fate by uh, Brad Meltzer. Mm-hmm. It's one of these historical, uh, mystery dramas stories. It's about a, um, a failed assassination attempt of a, uh, a fictional president. We're following one of his aides, and it starts diving into the Lumin- not the Illuminati, but the uh, the Freemasons, and like even in the 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 preface of it, it's like, hey, be like this is fiction, be like this is just, and be like it's simply a story. We're not saying this is the truth. So I really enjoy Brad Meltzer's historical fictional writing. I really really enjoy it. So that's what I'm currently reading. And uh, other than that, it's a lot of YouTube and a lot of like history stuff, which I just love things about. Uh, if you know anything, like if I was to say Tudorborg for Tudorborg Forest, would anybody know what I'm talking about? No clue. Okay, Tudorborg Forest was a. Uh, we don't have time to get into history. That is true. That is so before true. you get off on this tangent. I, oh yeah, I, I could go on the tangent. Of, <laughs> I could tell you were heading that way. That's why I cut you off at the path. Good, good deal. So yeah, I'm a history nut. So yeah, we can talk about that another day or whatever. But yes, uh, so that is all I've been watching and listening to. So what have you been up to, or what have you been watching? What have I been watching? I've been watching a couple things. Uh, before you came over here, I watched the first the pilot episode to Firefly because I apparently have never watched the show despite owning the DVD for the past eight years. Really? Yeah. Because I know I bought it when I worked at Wally. Yeah, I've never actually watched this. Watched this. I watched the first episode, the the pilot episode, and I'm, mm. I enjoyed it. It was good. Uh, also, been watching some more of uh, Godzilla the series. Yeah, because that's been fun. I think I failed to mention I've been watching the Book of Fett, uh, the last four episodes, and I, it has gotten really good in the last episode. Yeah, in my opinion, we finally got done with all the flashbacks. Ah, uh. that doesn't really spoil much, but. And the way it connects into Mandalorian, I thought was good. Nice. Okay. We'll say that. Um, let's see. What else have I been watching? 
course, I after I watched last Saturday, after I watched uh, Digimon Adventure Tri Coexistence, the way that movie ended, I mm-hmm. threw in future because it's like okay, I've got to yeah. find out what's going to happen now. Yeah, because it's like, what is what just happened? Yeah, what? <laughs> Did this just turn into Neon Genesis Digivangelion? Yes! Because <laughs> that's kind of what it, how it ended. Kind of. Um, good night. Uh, <laughs> so yeah, I did take care. I did jump in and do that. Yeah. And then uh, other than that, I don't know if I've really watched much of anything else. Okay. So Yeah. What do we got in the news? All right, so what do we got in the news? We actually have a, quite a bit of news. We got some uh, some new release information about uh, an actual a, a movie coming out of... Um, oh, and I finished all of The Realist Hero Rebuilt the Kingdom. Oh, okay. That I watched last week. Sorry, I, I had to throw that in there because I kind of forgot I finished it because I finished it while I was taking care of the PS4 for you last Friday. That's right. So anyway, yeah. All right. So in the news, uh, this highly highly anticipated uh, Ukraine um, animated feature called I'm probably going to butcher it. Mevka, Mekif, M A V K A, Mevka, Mevka. That sounds better. Mevka. We could be butchering this. I don't know. I'm not Ukrainian. It is Ukrainian. So I we apparently according to the pre-show, I can't even say Encanto. So. All right, uh, McKevia, however you pronounce this, they're going to be like, if I'm butchering it, I apologize. Uh, the fourth song will finally bring its traditional root magic to the theaters in December 29th, 2020. Um, apparently, it's from a Ukrainian animation studio called Anna Gra- Anagrade Studios. Film.ua film our uh, group. Uh, apparently this this is uh, something new they're doing. I've never heard of the film. I watched the trailer when I was doing the notes and I was like, man, this looks good. Like Disney quality good. Mm-hmm. Um so yeah, it will be rolling out in December tw- December twenty ninth of this year, twenty twenty, and it will get screenings in the UK. Uh, starting in February from the 10th to the 17th. So if you're in the UK and you want to just check out what this film's about, uh, go check it out. And if you are from the UK and you see it, please let us know what you think. Uh, in other news, uh, so going into like a brief summary, um, McKev, how we pronounce it? How did you pronounce it? I'm assuming it's from what you how you spelled it was like Mevka or something like Mevka. that. Mevka, yeah, Mevka. We'll give that Mevka. Uh, serves as guardian of the heart of the ma- of the magical forest and its soul, and her journey begins with falling in love with a gifted musician named Lucas. Lucas, a ordinary village boy, her feelings force her to face the impossible choice between love and her duty to protect the world. Mevka is the embodiment of a virtual of selfless love, protecting nature, harmony, and the uh, unity of two universes, the 
the world of the Force and the world of people. So that gives you a small synopsis of what this film's about. So hopefully we get it over here in the States and maybe we can review it at some point. All right, so going into um, some Artman news. So apparently uh, there are going to be two new films coming out uh, from Artman. Mm-hmm. And they are going to be, I think they're going to be Netflix, I believe. Uh, it's going to be, uh, one is going to be a brand new Chicken Run movie. And that's going to be Chicken Run, Dawn of the Nugget. Yes. And the other, I believe it is going to be a Wall and Grama misadventure. That this ti- this movie that sounds about right. Yeah, it hasn't been, ti- it's an untitled project, but it is in the works. Uh, Chicken Run, Dawn of the Nugget. Uh, let's see. Uh, over the years, uh, yeah, it's in the works. It should premiere on, uh, Netflix in 2023. All right. So synopsis, um, uh, having pulled, pulled off the death defying escape from the twiddled farm, uh, ginger has finally found her dream. A peaceful island, um, sur- uh, sanctuary for a f- for for the full flock, far from danger from the human world. When she and Rocky, now voiced by Zachary Levi, hatches a a little girl named Molly, uh, Ginger's happy uh, ends uh, seems ends seems complete. Back to uh, but back to the mainland, the whole. The whole of chicken kind faces a new and terrifying threat for Ginger and her team, even if it means pulling, putting their own hard wind freedom at risk. This time, they're breaking in. So that's the synopsis of Chicken Run, Dawn of the Nugget. All right, so in, in Kanto news... As or uh, however you say it, yeah, however you pronounce it, uh, Disney Walt Disney's uh, Encanto has won a Golden Globe, has won the Golden Globe for Best Motion Picture Animated for the Year, and uh, yeah, bravo to uh, the team at Walt Disney Studios for Encanto. Uh, or however it's pronounced. However it's pronounced, we're, we're probably going to get in. We're a, getting it. We've been getting it wrong all evening, apparently. Apparently, so we'll we'll probably do a reaction to it. Um, uh, I don't know when, but we will get, get to one before we can get that out of the ballpark. We can get that out there for you guys. And, uh, yeah. So that's all we have in the news. Actually, I've looked up showtimes cause I was curious. Yeah. We missed all the theatrical showtimes. We're just going to have to watch it on Disney plus. Yeah. I knew that. <laughs> so anyway. Yeah. So we'll watch it in Disney plus and then give you guys a reaction. A late reaction, but yes. Oh, well, it, but better late than never. Exactly. All right. So. That's all we have in the news. You missed something. What did I miss? Netflix released a trailer for the Cuphead show. Oh, yeah. I saw something about that. Yeah. It looks interesting. Okay. Because she'll watch it. The, the trailer, I mean. Yeah. <laughs> all I saw was Cuphead went to the carnival and the devil, and he had, and he had to some, did something with the devil. That's about all I know what's going on in there. Okay. <laughs> but it's a very classic style. It's kind of a mixture of... The modern digital animation, because this one is made digitally, mm-hmm. digital vector stuff, but it kind of still has that uh, that old 
uh, rubber hose animation style yeah. from the classic cartoons. Yeah. So yeah, go give that a look, see and see if that. And I think I said it comes out in March, I believe. Mm. So yeah, there's that. All right, good deal. That's all I got. All right, good deal. Guess we need to jump into the spoiler-free section of our review of Digimon Adventure Tri Part Five Coexistence. Yes, it's really sad when you have to take a breath in the middle of your ep- <laughs> middle of the movie title. Like I said, this turns into I'm, I'm not really spoiling too much. I guess I am Maybe. by saying this turns into Neon Genesis Digivangelion by the end of it. <laughs> Kind of? I'm going to say this, because I've already said that's the subtitle for this episode. Okay. Neon Genesis Digivangelion. I'm just going to get this out there right now, because this is an issue I think I have with with, uh, where where this has gone. The first three episodes of Try, those were very well paced and very well animated. Okay. I think now I think I think they were intending this to be a nine movie series because they are cramming in what feels like six movies worth of information into three. <laughs> Especially with some other problems I'm going to bring up much later. Okay. Uh, this thing it, it goes through like a lot of stuff. I think mean, we start off I say we start off in the digital world, we go back to the human world, and then we go back to the digital world again by the end of it. Why? I don't remember. <laughs> There's, a, there's a lot of portal hopping. A lot of portal hopping. It's like, okay, this is interesting. Um, it's not bad. Don't get me wrong. I, I By the time you get this far into it, you kind of have to finish it. Yeah. <laughs> you're, you're basically in the uh, last leg of it. Yeah, because you're just like, you got to figure out what's going to happen next. Yeah. Um, I thought this had a lot of good fights. This had, this had some good fight scenes going into it against... Uh, Make Kumon's newest form. Mm-hmm. But, uh, yeah, it's definitely the beginning of the climax, let's say. Yeah. So, yeah, that's my thoughts. It's good. If you've, if you've gotten this far, you might as well finish at this point. Go do it. Yeah, exactly. Uh, I enjoyed it. There again, like Drew said, there, there's a lot of, like, portal hopping. There's a lot of portal hopping. There's a lot of trying to let's we've got two films to finish this. We got a lot of information. We, we want to uh, digitally dump on our audience. Mm-hmm. So let's start dumping it here. We, we got a lot of uh, data. We got to dump. So we're going to dump it here and uh, let's format there, the hard drive. Yeah. Let's form. Yeah. In a lot of ways, <laughs> <laughs> um, I enjoy a lot of this definitely towards the end of the film. Like, Oh crap. This is where this is going. This is where that whole scene came from. It's like, Oh snap. Yeah. It it wasn't, it wasn't what I expected what they were doing. Uh, I did like, I did like how they concluded a certain character's arc. It was like, Oh wow. That's what that was like. Oh, okay. So I have a feeling we may be, on different sides of that ocean. Uh, maybe. <laughs> maybe. <laughs> I, I love that they, they threw a, threw yeah, a we'll, bone. We'll get to that. We'll get to that. We'll, we'll get to that later. Uh, Curse you. We'll get to that. Because <laughs> I brought it up a lot during the Wouldn't shut up about it. <laughs> but anyways, uh, 
I thoroughly enjoyed it. It's got, it like, yeah, like Drew said, there, there's a lot of digital hard drive dumping. There's a lot of digital nonsense in this too. <laughs> Indeed. Uh, it, it, it does leave you on a cliffhanger. It's like, Oh crap. They did that. Yeah. Oh wow. Okay. I've got to finish this now. And so, yeah, we are going to finish it. Mm-hmm. And, uh, yeah, it's good. It's got, it's got little problems here and there, but, uh, overall I enjoyed it. Well, then I guess we need to, uh, go ahead and do the bumper so we can spoil this thing. Don't forget that you can download, download, don't forget that you can't, don't forget that you can listen to us record the podcast live every Tuesday over on our Facebook page, the Cellcast, our uh, Twitch channel, the Cellcast Gaming, and on YouTube at Cellcast. Also, don't forget to join our Patreon if you would like to support us monetarily. At $1, you'll get our everlasting thanks. At at our $5 tier, you can get some artwork from Jacob. And at our $10 tier, you can get bloopers for every every episode we've released that I've remembered to release them for. And you can get commentaries from different movies. So come check us out over there if you would like to support us financially. Every other week, join the Retro Rewind Pod as they travel back 15 or more years along the entertainment space-time continuum in their mission to review movies and games, establishing what is still worth your time today. Expect fun banter and trivial insights from Francisco and Paul, the Master Interrupter Powers, and rotating guest hosts who are all out of time. Do you like Star Wars? I don't just mean the original trilogy. Along with that, I mean the prequels, the sequels, the anthologies, the animated shows, and of course, (laughs) who doesn't like Baby Yoda? Well, if you've been in the fandom for any length of time, you know how toxic the fandom can get. And if you'd like to be able to discuss a galaxy far, far away in a much more positive light, might I suggest searching out The Outer Rim, a Facebook group dedicated to all Star Wars, and check out their YouTube channel, which you can easily find at Pop Americana which the podcast you're currently listening to is also a part of. To find that and more, check out the link in the description. The following is a spoil... No, wait, hang on, I want to do this differently. And I'm leaving this part in. The following is a spoiler-filled review for Digimon Adventure Try Part 5 Coexistence. If you don't want to be spoiled, turn us off now. I can't get that to fit into the verse. (laughs) (laughs) Anyway. (laughs) Cast and crew for Digimon Adventure Try. You know what? I'm going to throw Kingdom Hearts connections in on this at the same time. All all this for Digimon Adventure Try Part 5 Coexistence. If you don't know who's in it by now, you haven't been paying attention. I'm skipping it until we get past future. (laughs) Because it's the same people. Okay. So what do we got in the info and stuff? All right, info and stuff. It's very similar to the last, uh, to what Drew said. If you... If you want to find out the full listing of the info and stuff, please go back to episode one, two, three, and you'll that there. I think it's one and two. I dropped that information, mm-hmm. and from then on, I just dropped the release dates of these films, 
and when they're brought onto the physical formats and digital. So if you want that information, please go back to episode one and two of Digimon Adventure Try uh, Reunion and Determination. So yeah, go back to those episodes and get all the info and stuff you want on those. Uh, so uh, for release dates and info and stuff, it has a 1.7. You know I'm having a bad ADD dyslexia day when I do that. Uh, 1.21 gigawatts? Yeah, great Scott. What the heck is a gigawatt? <laughs> it's a gigawatts pronounced weirdly, but anyway. <laughs> all right, 7.1 out of 10 on IMDb. Uh, it was released in Japan on September 30, September 30th, 2017 in North America on May 10th, 2018. Uh, it was released uh, on region free DVD and Blu-ray in Japan on November 2nd, 2017. And in the U S at anime expo on <sighs> July, January 5th, 2018 through the 15th through the 8th 15th 5th through the 8th uh so yeah that's all i have for an info and stuff okay getting into the summary an enraged Meikumon digivolves to May Crackmon and leaves through a distortion himikawa is then briefly seen stumbling across the digital world in search of tapirmon as Digimon begin materializing in the real world, Hackmon explains to Nishijima and Professor Mochizuki that Meikumon was born from a fragment of Apoclamon's remnant data. Meiko was meant to suppress the darkness within her partner Digimon. However, homeostasis considers Meikumon's unrest- unrestrained power to be an existential threat to both worlds and decides to eliminate her. Meanwhile, the Digidestined try to survive the digital world's attempts to expel them. The Digidestined managed to return to the real world, but are persecuted by the people. With Nishijima's help, the Digidestined and their partner Digimon hide in their school to avoid the media. The Digidestined try to console Mako during their stay. The next day, a rampant Make Crackmon confronts Mako near the school. Jessamon intervenes, and, it, and his attacks result in Make Crackmon digivolving to Ragulmon. That is a dumb name. Ragulmon. <laughs> sounds like a, a, a spaghetti sauce. Ragu. <laughs> As the situation deteriorates, homeostasis possesses Kari once again and warns the Digidestin not to interfere. When Jessamon takes Ragumon to the digital world, the Digidestin, their partner Digimon, and Nishijima pursue them. They arrive in a desert area of the digital world where Alphamon joins the fray. Six of the Digimon return to their in-training forms as a result of Alphamon's attack, leaving only Omnimon, Ragumon, Alphamon, and Jessamon. In the digital world, a distressed Himikawa is... Sorry, in the in the digital world, a distressed Mikawa is still searching for Tapirmon, but finds herself in the dark ocean. We will never see her again. <laughs> dum dum dum. <laughs> Nishijima, sorry, when she seemingly drowns, <laughs> seemingly drowns. <laughs> Nishijima senses this and laments his inability to save her. Mako falls into despair and asks the Digidestined to destroy Ragulmon. Tai resolves to carry out her wish despite the objections of the other Digidestined. During the battle, a fissure opens, causing Tai and Nishijima to fall from the cliff. Never to be seen or heard from again. I'm kidding. Quote, unquote. In the aftermath, Ragulmon is incapacitated near Tai's goggles. Distraught by her brother's disappearance. Let's face it, she thought he was dead. Um, 
Kari becomes engulfed in corrupted digital code, which causes Niaromon to dark warp Digivolve into Ophanimon fall-down mode, creating a dark portal. As the portal opens, Ophanimon merges with Ragulmon into Ordinimon. The real world is subsequently covered in a universal blackout as the invading Digimon become able to move Sorry. Afterwards, the digital world begins to swallow the real world. Refusing to give up, Matt takes Ty's goggles and rallies his friends. And as I stated, this becomes, turns into Neon Genesis Ninja Van Kelly. Pretty much. <laughs> By the way, interesting trivia thing for this. This is actually the first appearance ever of Ofani Mon Fall Down Mode. Yeah. But getting back into Neon Genesis Digi Van because that's my first like. Okay. <laughs> This thing just goes off the rails in the last five minutes of this movie. <laughs> and a part of me is just like, yeah, let's do this thing. It's like, okay, this is a great way to cliffhanger this. Where, where things just went bonkers. <laughs> I kind of like, and, and plus everything leading up to that point. I mean, uh-huh. once Ty disappears uh-huh. into the crack, into the Fisher, along with guy who's obviously going to be dead next set, next movie. Uh, <laughs> uh, Kari just kind of going, I hate everything. Kill it all. <laughs> Pretty like, much. Okay. She's a little bit more sociopathic than I expected. Uh, <laughs> if she has something, if depression can hit her that fast, that quickly and that badly, <laughs> she, she goes from being, uh, what what is her uh, symbol? The uh, is it light. Light. She goes from being the personification of lights, according to the Digimon world, mm-hmm. to being kill it all, <laughs> kill everything. It's like <laughs> good night. <laughs> but that whole sequence, including the merging of Ophanimon fall down mode, not Ophanimon fall down mode. That's not the name of that thing. Ophanimon's what, what they merge into. Uh, no, it is Ophanimon yeah, fall down mode. Yeah. It was, it's uh, merges into. Uh, Ordinimon. Ordinimon. Yeah, when Ragumon and. That's what I'm just going to call it now is Ragumon. <laughs> and Ordani. <laughs> When they merge into Ordanimon, that sequence, that animation sequence is oh. cool. Oh, yeah. Especially as the eyes merge. It's like, oh, that is crazy. That is nuts. <laughs> I like it. Where is this going? <laughs> of course, they merge the eyes, and then you never see those eyes again because Ordanimon has tentacles covering her eyes. I'm sitting there going, you know, I think I've wandered into the wrong side of anime enough to know what this means. <laughs> Thankfully, that's not where it goes. Mm-hmm. Um, it's just uh, crazy and cuckoo for Cocoa Puffs. And it's one of those things where as soon as it ended, and I'm seeing the credits going, I, I, I was like, okay, how long do I have until my stream of uh, Sonic Saturdays? I got two hours. I ain't got time. <laughs> I can watch this. I can watch this other thing. I can just go ahead and throw it in there. Of course, it was during the middle of the of the of future. I was like, "Oh, I, I know what the subtitle should be: <laughs> Neon Genesis Digivangelion. 
<laughs> and I was debating whether I should go to Future, but Future gave me a different, uh, a, a different, a much better title. So I'm going with that for that. But right. I'm going with Digivangelion here. But anyway, that is actually my first like is the chaos of the ending, which I have dubbed All right. Neon Genesis Digivangelion. <laughs> All right, so my number one Did like evolve your Digimon Shinji. <laughs> I don't want to tame it. <laughs> Why are you making me do this, Dad? Something about Digimodify. I don't know. <laughs> Get that stupid white weird weird white Pokemon with the red diamond to turn your Digimon bigger. I don't know. I don't know why I went into Tamers. You okay. Went into tamers. <laughs> All right. All right. So my number my number my first like. My first like. And if you watch the series of movies, our reviews over these, you can probably tell exactly where I'm going with this one. I'll give you one guess. I'm gonna make a wild guess here. I think it has something to do with my third dislike. Maybe. <laughs> I think we referenced it already once. We when I have. Said, when I said we were on different sides of this uh, ocean. ocean. That we are, apparently. So my, my first leg is actually uh, Him- Himikawa. That's her pronunciation. Himikawa. Yeah, Himikawa's fate. And the fact to be like she has gone literally off the deep end uh, looking for her Digimon partner. Which is crazy considering how shallow that thing was for most of the time she was in it. Yeah, true. And so she winds her, finds herself in the dark ocean and she drowns. I'm like, whoa, okay, they went there. I was like, wow, okay, that's very a good personification of what depression is or what, you know, mental illness or whatever can drown you and, and, and sorrow and regret I, yeah. brings you down. And uh, I because there again, I was a huge fan of season two. And that is huge use throughout the series, even though it's not, there's no conclusion to it, which would have been really cool if they did, but uh, they didn't either way. Um, so I love that they brought that in. They brought that into the story and the idea that it was Himikawa's uh, like desire and it, it drove her crazy. And so she was literally consumed by her, uh, her desires and her gr- her grief and everything, and so it's the idea of depression or the idea of uh your your you've fallen into your sin, and now you are being consumed by it. Mm-hmm. So, in I, I I love those parallels when it comes to stuff like this, and I thought it was really interesting and really cool how they did that. I was like, oh, when 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 they when you saw Himakawa walk out and it's water and it's like. Oh crap! She's in the dark ocean. Oh, this is gonna get bad in a hurry. And you see those whereas, creatures. Whereas I said, "Curse Jacob." <laughs> uh, yes, I I thoroughly enjoyed that scene tremendously, and I love the the ramifications of it and all that great stuff. Uh, it's a sad it's a sad scene when you see a character go down like that, but it's just like kind of like, oh my gosh, they went there. So yeah, that's my first dislike. My first like, first like. Uh, so what is your second like? I will explain my problems with the Dark Ocean stuff. And admittedly, it's not the Dark Ocean itself. It's the fact, it's how that goes. But yeah. when we get to dislikes. Yeah. In the meantime, likes. I like the fact that apparently Mako must be from Osaka, Georgia. <laughs> in the English dub. I had to go with Osaka because I, because here's the thing. If you've never dealt with 
so here's the thing. Most of most anime mm-hmm. in the Japanese dub yeah. is recorded in Tokyo because that's essentially, along with being the capital of Japan, mm-hmm. it's also kind of the Hollywood of Japan at the same time. True. So most people have a most of the anime you hear when you're hearing the Japanese version, the accent you're hearing is the Tokyo accent. Yeah. So usually when they go to a different town, when they when they when you have a different accent, it's usually the next one is Osaka. Mm-hmm. Mostly because I watched I, I I know this because I watched an anime way back in the day called Azumanga Daio. In which one of the characters who was only who never actually learned the real name of, we just know her as Osaka, was from Osaka. Okay, and she talked like a like a hillbilly redneck in the English dub to oh, give you the idea of what kind of that it, the difference between uh, being from the north to be. I'm kind of doing the Osaka accents. Mm-hmm. It's not exact. Or. The accent of the character Osaka. So the minute she starts going into, well, aren't you a peach, hun? I thought, <laughs> apparently in the dig- in the digi- digital, dig- I can't even say it right, the Digimon version of the real world, which I have issues with, but we'll get to that in future. <laughs> apparently Osaka is in Georgia <laughs> instead of in Japan because... She never said it was Osaka, Georgia. Right. Osaka is where she was from. She all the Japanese, the, the American English dub ever said was she was from the South. I'm thinking that's either Kyoto. Nope, this has got to be Osaka because that's the one that they always make fun of. Right. So it's got to be Osaka. I don't know for certain, and I don't know as much about Japan as I probably lead it on to believe. And I could yeah. be wrong about this. Right. But I just love like yeah, yeah. Mako is from Osaka, Georgia. <laughs> Didn't even know that was a thing. Anyway, what is your next like? Oh my gosh. This is going to be a good review. I can just tell. This is going to be a good review. All right. So my second is what I've titled Give Way to um, Not Ophanimon, but it's the form which they merge. Ornamon. Ordenamon. Ordenamon. Give way to Ordenomon. I, I absolutely love that scene. I mean, like the fact, be like Ty, dis, he dies, disappears, quote unquote, falls into the crack, falls into the crack, zipping through the crack. Um, and so be like you have Kari in the previous previous scene where Ty and the teacher disappears, and Kari's sitting there waving, you know, by herself. And he's just be like, you know, where'd you go, big brother? I'm like. Oh crap, this is where this happens. <laughs> yeah. Because there again, if you follow Digimon, be like Kari is always definitely in season two and definitely in season one, whenever Ty would disappear or like something would go wrong, it was like she always kind of depended on Ty to help her because she's a little sister. So when that happened, when Ty disappeared underneath the waves for a moment and she said that, I'm like, oh no, this is where this where this all goes wrong. And so, be like, you get the scene where big battle happens. Jesmon cracks the cracks the ground open. Ty gets swallowed, and it's just like, oh no! And I think uh, Gatomon had DJG Ball back into Gatomon, 
I think that's right. Am I right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Had DJ Ball back Nagato Mon, or champion level. No, and, she went all the way down to. Oh yeah, uh, she was Salimon. No, she was below Salimon. She was the, the, the one with the whistle. No, I think the baby. I, she went all the way down to baby form. Okay, and then went back to Gatomon for the actual merge. Yeah. Yeah. Either. either anyway. Or, yeah. Either or. Either or. Um, it was one of those parts. That's like, we all just pick a form and stay in it for a couple minutes. <laughs> Well, they got to show everything. And no, it's just like, you don't have to de-digivolve all the way back to lump of pudding form. <laughs> I'm sorry, but that is what the baby form looks yeah, like. Pretty it's, much. With it's like, here's just a random blob. <laughs> Very true. So the, the idea that uh, Kari falls in a depression or this dark data starts coming out of her, which there again makes kind of no sense. It's like, you could have used something else with that, but you didn't. Um, like we said, they like I said earlier, they've tried to cram nine movies into six. That but is true. didn't realize the issue until after they made three of them. <laughs> Very true. So the idea that, like, uh, Gatomon uh, double warp Digivolves into, what's character's name again? Ophanimon Fall Down Mode. Yeah, Ophanimon Dark Mode, and then merges with... Uh, Mako, no, me, no, it's Ragumon. Ragumon. Ragulmon. Ra- I'm still gonna say Ragumon. Yeah, Ragulmon, and then becomes the character she becomes. I'm like, oh, dude, they went. I mean, I, I love when shows like when Digimon and stuff like this go dark. They 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 tap into the the uh, the emotion of depression and all the great stuff. Uh, their grand depression is not, it's not great. <laughs> if you ever had it they're going to be it, talk people. Um, uh, so it's, just, and I'd be like, even, uh, dark Jedi, I think the, the next movie, I believe is, I think it's the next movie, I think, or it's this movie. I can't remember which, no, it's, just, it's the next movie. That's right. Never mind. I'm, I'm, let's not go into spoilers for the next film, but either way, it's the fact of it. Like when Wait. they two, when they two merge and the, uh, the cascading of Tice's appearance and Kari's oppression and all that. I was like, wow. Okay. They went there and I was like, dude, this is amazing. So yeah. My third, like is the machinations of dark Jedi. Oh yeah. Because even though dark Jedi is not as much in this one mm-hmm. as he is in like the, uh, the, the one before this and the one after it. Yeah. You can see his the handiwork he's moving around in the background. Oh, yeah. What he's been doing all this time and how it's starting to affect uh, the Digidestined and everything else. Um, and he's and how he's you can tell he is just trying to get to Ordenimon. Mm-hmm. That is his goal. That's been his goal this entire oh, time yeah. was to get Ordenimon. Now, I here's the thing. Remember last week? Uh, we were talking about King Drazel. Yeah. And I said that he never showed up again. Yeah. And you mentioned that he comes back up in this. Yeah. He does. He does. Well, apparently, I was on. I, I didn't realize that the Digimon wiki that I was looking at mm-hmm. did list a Drazel for Digimon Adventure Try, but also another Drazel. It had a much longer uh, entry. Really? In Data Squad. Oh, oh, yeah, that's right. And that's right. what Drazel was created for. Yeah, that's right. He was from Data Squad. And his name is 
has something to do. I, I, I looked it up. It's something to do with like a dragon and something else. I something like that. I can't remember. Yeah. Anyway. So it's like, okay, so you, they are bringing some stuff in from other parts of Digimon right. besides mm-hmm. one and two, which are the only ones we assumed they yeah. would bring stuff in from. Um, it makes sense because in some degree, you can kind of tell the way this... It's, it's not really explained, I think, here. I think yeah. it's, more, it's more explained here than it is elsewhere. Right. But you get the feeling that there is more than just our the, the real world, quote-unquote, mm-hmm. and the digital world. Yeah. And, of course, whatever world the Dark Ocean is in. Yeah. Or apparently, as one thing I read, the Quantum Realm. Yeah. Or, you know, th- that they were... Quantum Sea, that's what it was called. Yeah, the Quantum Sea. Quantum Sea, which they actually mentioned the Quantum Sea a couple of times about everything falling back into it. Yeah. And here you are telling me it's called the Dark Ocean. I'm thinking, is it... This? I did not knowing it's the same thing until mm-hmm. I was looking it up. Yeah. So it's like, oh, I see where that would be a problem. Mm-hmm. But at the same time, I'm still going... Well, if you've got those two worlds, what's to say the Tamers world is not out there somewhere? The Data Squad world is not out there somewhere? And all the mm. other ones. Or right. the fourth one is Frontiers. Yeah, Frontiers. That one's probably out there somewhere, too. And those are technically also different digi- digital worlds and real worlds, too. Mm-hmm. So, multiverse. Yay! Yeah. And there's machinations going across the Digimon multiverse. Yay, because this might actually be the same King Drazel, because they never really say it's not the same King Drazel. Very true. And so if Dark Jedi is working for King Drazel, and that's a nice little connection, even though I have no idea what Data Squad is about. Mm. Uh, so I, I like the idea of, of, of how much... Dark, getting back to Dark Jedi, and let, I'll just say it: his version of the Digimon Emperor, which I think I have not, I have failed to mention, that his Digimon Emperor form is voiced by a different actor than his Dark Jedi form. Really? Yes. The Digimon Emperor form is voiced by Todd Habercorn. Okay. Who's that? A very prolific voice actor by uh, Funimation is used in many recent years, but he's. Always the guy who gets to do all these big, wild, exciting voices. Ah, okay. Um, I'm trying to think of something we've seen that you would have heard him in besides this. But, I mean, you can definitely hear him in his Digimon Emperor form in that voice. Oh, yeah. So, I mean, you could hear that. I mean, he's, uh, he plays... Ah, um, uh, shoot. What is the guy in Fairy Tale? Um, the main guy. Natsu. He's yeah. Natsu in, in Fairy Tale. Oh, okay. Gotcha. The main, the, the main character. He also plays uh, a character in Dragon Ball Super mm-hmm. and uh, Resurrection F when we, when we get to Resurrection F. Okay. Uh, and I can't uh, name Jocko the uh, uh, the space the, the he works for the space patrol. Okay. Anyway. And he anyway. Moving on. Galactic Patrolman. That's what that's called. Okay. So yeah. Uh, the Machinations of Dark Jedi is my third and final like for this movie. Okay. What's yours? Okay, mine... There again, this movie gets... It starts dumping a lot of information on you. That how Mekuman was the kind of like an offshoot from Apocalypse's data or something like that. If, in some, for some reason, contains some of his data. Yeah, it contains some of his data and all the machinations of that. And I'm like, wait a minute. So you're so I think it's uh, who said that? 
that was uh, Hackmon. Yeah, Hackmon basically going on saying that uh, that Mekumon was a mistake. Ah, Hackmon, one of the most annoying characters in all of Digimon Adventure. Try. Yeah, basically, not because he's a very he's a, a poorly written character. Right. It's because he never actually will speak without. He will not give us a straight answer on anything. That is true. It's like I'm on your side, but I work for homeostasis. We must we must preserve the balance. Yeah, and you're going to do that by attacking Mekumon as Jessmon. Yeah. Thanks a lot, Hackmon. Yeah, pretty much. So this idea that uh, Mekumon was a mistake. Mekumon wasn't meant to exist. And that well, got not with that data in there, but yeah, yeah, not with that data because be like Still, even you don't even, say that when Mako was right there. Yeah, and That's the fact like saying to tie Agumon shouldn't exist. You're about to get yourself punched. Yeah, pretty <laughs> much, pretty much. So it was this idea that Mikumon um, um, was she was a mistake. She wasn't supposed to exist, and now Homeostasis is going to try to destroy her because. We, we, can't, we can't have an imbalance. Well, the idea that something was created and was a mistake, be like definitely if you take it into the Christian the Christian idea, the Christian ideology or the Christian theology, that God doesn't make mistakes. That, that he cre- created each and every one of us for a reason, even though sometimes we, we make mistakes and we fall down. And there are sometimes we feel like we, we have no purpose, mm-hmm. but then we have to look beyond our circumstances and realize that, you know, God did uh, bring us into existence to glorify him in some capacity or form. Even if be like the idea that Mekumon is simply a digital creature, her existence does matter. And our characters very vibrantly. Uh, say this throughout it that you know Mekumon does exist she is real no matter the circumstance in which she was created that Meku be like she was somehow to be Meku was to somehow extract that data from her to purify her in some fashion or form mm-hmm. so and obviously well, that I mean, didn't work I mean, Mako, it wasn't that Mako had to extract the data she was just supposed to Stay with Me- with Mekumon, yeah, and keep Mekumon from uh, feeling lonely enough that she would draw on her darker yeah, emotions, that's right. which is what gets Apoclamon's da- yeah. data to go bonkers. Yeah, yeah exactly. So I just I, I like the idea that here's here's an idea. Why don't you just run a virus check on Mekumon? Let's move on. That's yeah, true. Actually, technically, I guess it would be a Trojan. Anyway, anyways, but they, that'd be too simple. That'd be way too simple. <laughs> There's so many things that would made this thing. Made this show go much faster if they would just have done it. Very true. So it was the idea that Mekumon was an was an accident, and there again, none of us are accidents. There, there are some people that, like I said before, some people say, "Well, be like all be like I wasn't supposed to be born." Well, you were. You know, God created you for a reason. Exactly. Even though, like we 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 go through troubling times, and we we go through this valley, the shadow of death, that you know that death is looming upon us. That we we always see is darkness and gloom, like a uh, uh, Himakawa saw in the dark ocean. That be like we we do have those those moments and times when you know all we see is darkness. But it's like 
Like there again, I, I deal with mild depression. There again, it doesn't define me, but it's something that I deal with. It's the fact that like you have friends, you have family that do care about you and that God is still there. If you, if you believe in him, if you have a solid relationship with Jesus Christ, he is going to be there. He's never going to leave you, never forsake you. Even in your darkest time, even sometimes you don't think he's there. He's there. He's sitting in the background saying, hey, I'm still here. Kind of tapping on the back. Mm-hmm. He's like, you're still there. I'm still here. Like, don't give up. Even though sometimes it's very easy to give up. Be Never like, give up. Never surrender. surrender. Exactly. <laughs> I know you don't like that movie, but it fit. <laughs> yeah, it did. Um, but yeah, it's just the, the idea that you do exist for a reason. Be like if you if you if you if you doubt that talk you know talk to people that care about you, talk to those people that your your loved ones those best friends of yours, and they they will tell you straight up you do matter. And sometimes for me that's a good reminder because sometimes I think that, mm-hmm. but at the same time be like we all go through those valleys, and so we need to be reminded that we are loved, that we do matter, yes. and that God is always with us no matter what. So I thought that would be a really good tie-in to another theological topic. Okay. So yeah, that's my number three. Jumping into our dislikes, I'm going, since you mentioned Himikawa in that last one, Mm -hmm. (laughs) I'm going to move my third up to number one. Okay. Dislike. Now this problem is not necessarily this movie's fault. Okay. It's just this movie was essentially the nail in the coffin, so to speak. Pardon the pun. It's not really a pun, <laughs> but this was the point where we re- we realized that her character is never is not changing from this. No, it, so every, every there's no way they can fix her character by this point because they've written her out of the show. Yeah, and that's the fact that by they did not know what to do with Himikawa after they got the the uh, kids to the digital world. After she got to the digital world, they did not know what to do with her. Mm. Think about it. And all through the fourth movie, what do we always see as her walk across the desert? Yeah. Find Tapirmon, go cuckoo for Cocoa Puffs. Uh huh. And then at the beginning of this one, she's going through the desert again. Mm-hmm. It's like, what happened to Tapirmon? Last we saw, you nearly choked him to death. Did he escape? <laughs> Is he alive? Did you kill Tapirmon? Himikawa. <laughs> What's going on, Himikawa? <laughs> and then the next time we see Himikawa after that one scene, it's, oh, she's in the dark ocean. We're just getting rid of her now. It's like, okay, so this is... This, in one sense, now that I know that the dark ocean and the quantum sea are the same thing, really nice if the English dub would use similar terminology to refer to the same thing, so I'd know what the blink you're talking about. It's coming from someone who's not... So fluent. It's fluent in Digimon, admittedly. That's a good foreshadowing to what might happen if everything goes to pot. Mm-hmm. Admittedly. Right. However, you did not know what to do with Himikawa after mm-hmm. she showed up here. You had nothing for her to do to the point where she essentially, while she doesn't die off screen, her death was pointless. Right. There was no point to her death whatsoever. Character deaths, be they good guys or bad guys, right. should always have a point if they are major characters. She was a major character up until episode th- end of episode three. 
yeah, she still was doing something episode four enough to where we were interested to see what would happen to her. Yeah. Yeah, not much happened other than she did find Tapier Mon, but Tapier Mon didn't remember her, so she decided apparently to choke him to death. I don't know if that's what happened, I'm assuming. Right. But... Um, they just completely dropped the ball with her character here. Hmm. I mean, admittedly, they started rushing in once we got to episode four to get through uh, all the story that they were trying to get through. Yeah. Because there is a pacing problem starting with that, and it's really bad in this one because they used, because they had to get through all of the exposition mm-hmm. for movie six in this movie. Because movie six is, I mean, there's there's exposition there, but there's there's story going on there, but a lot of it is we need to defeat the angel when you get right down Pretty to much it. Pretty much the dark angel. <laughs> the dark, the, yes. The we need to save Gatomon by attacking Gatomon. Yeah, and mm-hmm. Meikumon. We need to save her by attacking the combined forms of Meikumon and Gatomon. This isn't creepy at all. This is <laughs> this is this is dark. But we we had to explain why it's going to be so dark. And so it goes into a lot of this explanation of not just, you know, all the mechanics of what's going on, but also through all of Mako's emotions mm-hmm. through all this. So admittedly, you have no time for Himikawa since she's going to just get killed at about three quarters of the way through this movie. Yeah. And the only person who knows that is someone who happened to sense it. It's like, I'm sitting there going... Y'all didn't know what to do with this character and you dropped the ball with her. In my opinion. Okay, fair enough. Because, yeah, she dies in the Dark Ocean and, mm. yeah, that means something within the Digimon universe. Do not yeah. get me wrong. Right. She fell into the Depression and the Depression killed her. Yeah. At the same time, I'm thinking, why... Did I should be able to follow why how she got to that depression because all we know is what caused her depression. Admittedly, I recognize depression as in many times irrational. Mm-hmm. I recognize that. In some cases, yes. But in this case, it was the only thing we know. It's like, tape your mom didn't remember her, ran off, and apparently she couldn't find him again, and that caused her to go deadly with yeah. herself. Yeah. And... I just feel like they just did not know what to do with her character, and they just said, well, we can't do anything more with her. Let's just get rid of her so we don't have to worry about her in the next one. Okay. That's just how it feels to me. Okay, I, I see your point. I do see your point. Uh, other, be like, let me... Inter- I'm just going with the context of the movie. I'm right. Not, I, because I don't have the context of Digimon Season 2, which is where you're pulling all the Stark Ocean stuff from. Right. Yeah, I, and the fact that uh, kind of interjecting with your thought. Interjecting mm-hmm. your thought, the fact that uh, Himakawa, her entire goal was to find her Digimon partner. Yes, the entire time, and so also, also uh, I will throw this other thing out there. Certainly, I'm a sucker for redemption stories. Yeah, agreed. There was a redemp- there was a prime setup for a redemption for her. Mm-hmm. As soon as she got to the digital world, they could have continued her story to where she realized what she was doing was wrong, and then could work to help the characters and. No, she just sank lower and lower in, and that's annoying. Yeah, I, w- I would agree with you. I would agree with you. It would have been cool if they'd have kept her on the side of good by the end of it. But anyway. Yeah. But I, I, I love the idea that Himakawa, there again, her entire objective 
throughout this entire story was to find her Digimon partner, which is Tapemon? Tapiermon. Tapiermon. And be like, she finally finds him. He has no memory because obviously the reboot. Mm -hmm. And so her entire world, her entire goal was to find him. And he has no memory of her. She literally has a psychotic break. <laughs> but she knew... I, I don't recognize that, but yeah. she knew that's what was going to happen. The Digi-Destined knew that was going to happen. Right. Now, admittedly, the one big difference between the Digi-Destined and... I say the digi because she was Digi-Destined also. Right. But our heroes and Himikawa, the difference between them, admittedly, was that Himikawa had not seen Tapirmon in years. Right. Whereas, and at the very least, the Digi-Destined had been hanging out with them for the past three, four months, or right. however long... It's been since reunion. Right. Um, admittedly, she had, hadn't seen it, and she had been going, facing massive amounts of depression and miss, and you know missing Tapirmon all that time because she'd been yeah. separated from him for so long because he was essentially dead. Yeah. And because of the reboot, he was able to come back, but at no point did it occur to her, it's like, oh yeah, he's not going to remember who I am, just yeah. like the Digidestance Digimon aren't going to remember who they are. So I've got to step up to protect him, not strangle him to nearly death. Yeah. But she, she had found all be like all of her hope and everything was built upon be like that reunion with Tapir mind that she would remember him. And obviously be like, obviously as we know later on, he doesn't. And so her entire life literally imploded on itself. And so now she's literally walking in, you know, I guess, I guess what I'm trying to get at yeah. is her death is unsatisfying. Okay, that makes sense. Because there was, and that's a problem I'm going to run into. At I, I would, I would agree with you of, on that. Yeah, of try with another character. Yeah, is that if you're going to something like this? I mean, I, I understand that crap happens. Yeah, sometimes people die, and there's not much you can do about it. And it's not what we. It's not. It's not satisf- the way we want. Not a satisfying way to right. handle a character. Right. Or another person. Yeah. We, we wish we could get more of them. We wish that more def- things could have happened differently. So I understand that. But the thing is, this is a story. Yeah. If you don't, you could do, you, you could have, you could, you can literally write the character to their best. Yes. They can actually become, even if they go, when they go as dark as Himikawa goes. Yeah. There's still that turnaround. There's still that possibility of a redemption story. Right. She could pull a Digimon Emperor and turn back into her version of Ken. Yeah. Right down to it. They don't go that way because they wanted to double down, I guess, on the darker story. Yeah. I can see that. And don't... And there's a part of me that's like, I get that you're wanting to do a dark story. Don't get me wrong. This is also supposed to be a nostalgia trip for people who are fans of Digimon. And you could you could still do this the, the darkness where her getting all the way to the dark ocean and maybe something happens and she realizes her mistake. Because mm-hmm. crazier things have happened, right. especially in Digimon. <laughs> right. And she could recover, go find Tapiermon, and act to Tapiermon again, like the dress of the Digidescent are going with their Digimon. Mm-hmm. She could do that, and they could have. That would have been, and, and then she could have joined in in the last battle. That would have been awesome, and show how, no matter how bad and dark it gets, mm. you can find forgiveness and redemption. Agreed. 
and come back and and be the person you're supposed to be. Yeah. It does happen. Agreed. I know it doesn't happen as much as we like. Right. And sometimes it's harder and next to impossible for many people. Right. But it does happen. Agreed. And to some degree, this is Digimon. I recognize this is Digimon for adults, not mm-hmm. Digimon for the kids like the original show was. Exactly. But you're still in that group. You could still run it. You could have still had her story be satisfying as as satisfying as it was and still have her come good guy. And it may even be more satisfying for us as characters where she has to get forgiveness, not just from Tapir on, but she has to get the forgiveness from the other kids from the Digidestin. She could have done that. Teaching even adults to forgive is an amazing, is something every movie should be doing. I agree. Every movie should be doing, but I mean, yeah, importance of forgiving and, it doesn't have to be hollow. That would have been just as strong a story as her dying alone in the dark ocean. In fact, I think it would be better mm. personally. Yeah. But that's not where they decided to go. And I, and I run into this issue elsewhere though. At least that one has a bit of saving grace. We'll come to that right. next on the next episode yes. of the subcast. Yes. <laughs> very anyway. good. Very good points. Very good points. All right, so going into my second, my this is my first dislike, right? Yes, this is your first dislike. This is my first dislike. That's right. We had to get through my rant. Yes, yes, it was a very good rant. Uh, mine kind of goes back into my second like with the idea of uh, what creates, it's not a funny mon. What is it again? Ardenimon. Ardenimon. Thank you. I'm terrible with names. So, Ardenimon... Well, admittedly, we only saw them for like five minutes in here, and Ophenimon fall-down mode is yeah. only in all of Digimon Adventure Try for five seconds. So, <laughs> right. do not feel bad. <laughs> all right, so the idea that Kari falls into this oppressive state, and it's not the dark ocean that consumes her, but rather it's this dark data that consume, it comes pouring out of her system, our, our body... And infects Gatomon? I'm like, okay, cool well, I mean, idea. I mean, Kari and Gatomon have a connection, and what can happen to her can affect Gatomon. Yeah, so, oh, I agree. Like, there's. I mean, we saw how Agumon transformed into Skull Greymon in the first season because of uh, Ty. And then they called him Sora. <laughs> Which is wrong. Same spiky hair, but. Uh, <laughs> Uh, so, I mean, it's, it's possible that she could have somehow forced Gatomon to Dark Digivolve. That's a possibility. But it was this idea that's like, okay, where did this dark data come from? I'd be like, I from I her d- depression. Yeah, I agree. It came from her depression. From the onslaught of the darkness that just flooded her soul because she thinks her brother is the dead. dead. That's gr- why. Okay, good enough. <laughs> good enough. We're in the digital world. They, there is a little bit of Digi magic happening here. <laughs> agreed, agreed. I just I, I found it very Ooh, good uh, and bad. <laughs> agreed, agreed. I just found I found it very odd. They use you know this dark data that came out of her and corrupted uh, Gatomon. Also, bear in mind there's always been at least in this, and I understand that. Uh, um, what is the stupid AI that uh, possesses her body? Um, homeostasis. 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 Apparently. She infected her, uh, infected, possessed her twice in the in in, a, in try, mm-hmm. and from what I understand, at least once in the series. Yeah. So there's obviously that was some, a good point. That was there a really is good point. a 
she is special in that she's got this yeah. connection. Yeah. Apparently, the only other person who's got it is Himikawa. Well, they yeah. could have built on that, by the way. They could have. <laughs> but they didn't. And they could have made this work. I, sorry. Backing up. <laughs> getting back on the straight. Back on topic. She's obviously there's a little bit more that that perhaps a little more control uh data that perhaps a little more control over data that Kari's got that perhaps everyone else does not. Possible, yes. Since she can apparently cause Gatomon to digivolve, even if it's a dark not just dark digivolve, but dark warp digivolve Evolve. without any digivice whatsoever. I mean, even she's a very powerful character. Let's she's say a that. very powerful character. So I mean, yes, yeah, she when, when crap happens to her, crap's really about it, to go down. Yeah, exactly. Which is why that ha- why that, why that was I, I would, possible. I would, I would agree with you there. In fact, the minute that Ty got disappeared, swallowed, into, <laughs> disappeared into the crack, and she goes, and, and she goes, and, and you can already see the despair yeah, washing just, over Kari. I, yeah. I, you know, it, because bear in mind, I've not watched Digimon outside of Try and the movie yeah. in 20 years. Right. And I. Don't remember. I've watched two even less than I did one. Right. Okay. And I'm sitting there going, crap is about to hit the <laughs> fan. This is not good. I, I would I agree with you on there. I completely agree with you. Um, I just found it be like, yeah, the fact that like Kari is a very special character. She's unique. She has a very unique touch or uh gift when it comes to the digital world and kind of going back to that you you brought up a point that i i had seemingly forgotten the fact that like homeostasis does take possess kari again mm-hmm. before that and the fact that be like kari is resisting homeostasis be like get out of my head yeah be like she's go, tired of being controlled yeah stop so control she's, so she's already weakened because she's been fighting essentially a digi god pretty much get right down to it she's been fighting that off so she's already in a weakened state when Ty gets disappears into the crack, so she's like, "Where did you go, big brother?" And, they go, and you're going, "Crap!" <laughs> it's like, "Oh no, it's gonna happen!" Hallelujah, we were out of the digi world before that happened. Amen to that, because that would have been a good um, night. Uh, a smattering of, "Oh no, this we're we're gonna die. Get the heck out of here!" Like Delit, get us out of here now. <laughs> Thank you, Delit, for getting that portal working, but. Before this happened. Thank you. Thank you very much. Uh, uh, anyway. So, yes. She says we're welcome. All right. So, uh, the the fact that like, it was digital, it was dark digital data coming out of Kari. There again, um, there, there are people that have been launched into the digital world. They're real people. But there's data coming out of her, which is kind of weird. But I understand where they're, where they're coming from. I have other problems with this, but they will be waiting till future. <laughs> Okay, because I have issues. <laughs> Sorry, continue. <laughs> no, but yeah, just that that whole little bit, and I was like, okay, you could have played the Dark Ocean, whatever, with that, but you said to use this dark data. It's like, okay, I get where you're going. It, like, you could have played it a little better, but also bear in mind machinations of Dark Jedi. We don't know what of that area he was. He, he was obviously setting stuff up. And I'm not convinced he's not been messing with homeostasis too. Yeah, because we know so very he's, precious he's, little he's about been homeostasis. Strings a little bit. Oh yeah. He, I mean, Dark Jedi through uh, Himikawa was able to get the digital world, digital world rebooted, mm-hmm. and he's about to get 
the entire world. They were thinking alert for the next movie. He's about to get the whole try to get the whole world, real world, rebooted. Also, yeah, because that was next movie. That is next movie. (laughs) So either way, so yeah, that scene just to me was like, okay, I get where you're going, but you could have done it a different way. There again, it's my own personal perspective to that. And I was like, oh, okay, Drew came up with some good points. I totally get that. It just, to me, that one little scene, it was like, it's awesome. Oh, my gosh, stuff's going to hit the fan in a second. Mm-hmm. But it was like, you're doing it that way. Weird, but okay. So that's my second dislike. Our first. What are you going to have? The dark ocean just like sprout out out of the, cover the desert floor? It That would have been cool to see. Yeah, it, it did happen. Like, <laughs> it kind of did happen. Yeah, it kind of did happen. But we had to get the dark data first because it's like, it's she fall fell into depression far faster than oh, that's the thing. It wasn't just depression; mm-hmm. it was rage. Oh yeah, it was rage. She was filled with rage, and that's what caused uh, her to forcibly digivolve Gatomon into uh-huh. fall down mode. mode. Yeah, that was cool. Do not get me wrong; that was amazing what they did with that. And you like, it's like, oh crap, things are gonna get bad in a second. They did, yeah, and uh, they only get worse from here. Let's say that. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, that was my little, this is my number. What was your rant? This is my was rant. Your, that was your first dislike. My We're first still on first dislikes. dislikes. What's your second dislike? My second dislike. Um, okay, so first off, I want to point out that I know, I know that homeostasis's goal is not necessarily that the Digidestined win. I understand that part. Yeah. Her goal, or his goal, its goal, whatever it is, is... To bring balance between the digital world and the real world. Mm-hmm. I recognize that that's homeostasis' entire goal. However, homeostasis could have saved a lot of time if, if it just explained stuff better when it was talking to the Digidestined. Agreed. Because all it did was it says, if you don't stop everything right now, we're gonna re- we're gonna reboot the digital world. How do we stop it now? I'm not going to tell you. <laughs> if you be if you go in if you go into the digital world now, crap is going to happen. What's going to happen? I can't tell you. You can't tell us that Ty's gonna nearly is is gonna be thought killed and, and it's gonna cause Kari to go cuckoo for cocoa puffs. Mm-hmm. You could just say, hey, Kari, don't go. Everyone else, y'all go take care of stuff. But Kari, you stay here. Yeah. Because if you stay here, I suspect this is theory. That in the real world, she doesn't have access to that dark data that she's got in the digital world. Mm. I don't know this for certain. Right. I'm guessing. I'm theorizing. Well, well they're it's getting... just a theory. An anime a theory. theory. <laughs> anyway. <laughs> Sorry. I'd, actually, that's not the word. It's just a theory. A digital a theory. theory. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Anyway. All right. My second dislike. They're the... Animation for the fight scenes are incredible. Yes, that Red- is where their money is going. <laughs> oh yeah, to, you know, top dollar, everything's banking. Let's let's put let's put all those all those. Um, the problem is it's only one third of the movie. <laughs> agreed. And so then then, then you're dealing with uh, you're dealing with Osaka Osaka Georgia uh, girl <laughs> over there, worried about what's happening to May Kumon, how she feels useless and worthless. Uh huh. Good night. If there was someone who needed to make a quick trip to uh, to the shores of the dark ocean, it would have been her in that moment. Yeah. But at the same time. <laughs> right. 
Oh my gosh! But like you have all there, the, the animation, and that was pretty bad. <laughs> yeah, there, there's a lot of animation in this movie that kind of that it drops like it's an episode episode or movie two. You like the animation drops and it kind of keeps dropping a little bit. It's still good. It's just like the animation just like kind of starts going downhill slowly, slowly, slowly. It's not to where it's it's not still shots from the the last episode of Evangelion, even though that's more artistic than anything. Um, I still have issues with it. <laughs> right. <laughs> I'm sorry. Everything should at least be somewhat animated. Right. But that's been my biggest problem with Evangelion the whole time is there's so many shots where it's just like, here's a long shot of people going riding down an escalator. Yeah. And lots of talking. <laughs> okay. Okay. But yeah, just the, the animation drops throughout the entire movie series when it's granted, all your action scenes are incredible. And admittedly, six looks a lot better than this does because agreed it does there's a there's more fight scenes in it agreed. so there's a lot more money spent on it and plus yeah. it was the finale so admittedly a little bit of money that should have probably gone to four and five was held off for six yeah drop, drop a drop a little more yen in the in the, the very end you're good yeah everywhere else is like okay the animation dropped again okay we're, yeah, it's like it's it's still good storytelling yeah, this, it's a little confusing some places but it's still good. Just oh, your animation kind of goes. Meow. Oh, this scene is not selling an overpriced uh, toy to, to sell to the otaku. Let's uh, not put as much money into it. Oh, there's a we've turned this thing has turned into Neon Genesis Digivangelion that we're probably not going to sell a toy for it either because it's probably way too expensive to sell make that statue. And who would buy it? Actually, people would buy it. Oh, they buy it in a heartbeat. <laughs> yeah, it's like uh, we'll put throw all the money here. Yeah. Especially since it's a new Digimon, technically. Mm-hmm. Also, was it this movie or the next one where Diaboromon shows back up? Uh, it wasn't Diaboromon. It was uh, the, the vampire one. Oh, you're talking about uh, season two? I thought it was the one that Gatomon worked for. for a yeah, while. Uh, Myotismon. Myotismon, yeah. He showed up in one of these. I don't remember for like five seconds. If uh, that. Yeah, he shows up. Uh, either way, yeah, like, yeah, it doesn't he, matter. He, he he does show up briefly in this, and uh, yeah. So either way, be like not going into uh, our sixth sixth final episode of our review of these films. Uh, then we get to move on to something else. Yeah, finally. Get... Do not get me wrong. I have enjoyed this, but I am ready for something else. <laughs> yeah, six films. It's been, it's not been a slog, but it has been a journey. It's been and I'm a, ready for another journey. Yeah. It's been a digital journey, <laughs> a digi journey, a digi journey. <laughs> anyway. Anyways. So yeah, that is my second dislike. Yeah. Mm-hmm. My third dislike <sighs> things in this franchise in, in this, I say franchise things in try are s- just slowly starting to no longer make sense as to what's going on. Mm hmm. Uh, because as much as I like that, and I understand it's the depression that to get to ha- makes Digivangelion happen. <laughs> There's a part of me that's going, that was going, wait, what? What's happening? This is possible. What's going on? And there's a whole lot of parts that were in the school where it's like, okay, I know this is a Japanese school, so they're Japanese school isms. Now, hang on. Reunion took place in the summer, right? 
That's what yeah. I was thinking. Yeah. And they're in the summer again. Now, I basically, I am basing this off of uh, my experiences in the Persona series. Which okay. Which takes place in a Japanese high school and follows a Japanese calendar. Yeah. So you actually have days off when the Japanese school children would have days off. Right. So I know that summer is like August. Mm-hmm. But the school festival, which happened in episode two, would have been in like uh, the fall. The fall, if I remember correctly. We never saw a winter in this. Yeah. But now we're back to summer again because school's out for summer. That is true. And yet this feels like the whole thing is taking place in about a month's time. Overall. Roughly. Yeah, that's what it feels like. I'm utterly confused as to what, what when this is supposed to take place. So, yeah. Mm-hmm. Agreed. Hey, if it was a sports festival, I'd have let it go. But it was not. It was the culture festival. So it had to take place in the fall. But anyway. All right. All right. So that's your th- third dislike, right? That's my third dislike. Third like dislike. Things, some, there's a lot of things about this. When you really stop and think about it, some things that just... And, and some things, when you're not really stopping and thinking about it, you're just watching going, huh? They just don't make any sense. Mm-hmm. Because we are got to cram a ton of, ton of explanation into two hours mm-hmm. so we can have the awesome fight scenes in the next movie. Agreed. Yeah, Mine kind of goes in that same vein of you get a lot of exposition exposition dump. I'm probably saying that wrong. A lot of, no, exposition dump is the right word. Yeah, I would also dump. say you get a lot of uh, techno babble in this. Yeah, a lot of techno babble. A lot and of not just from Izzy. Yeah, exactly. You get you know hack hackmons does a ton of stuff, and it's like, oh, okay, home assistant this, home assistant this, and you have to stop and think, okay, what is he actually saying? Does this? Do I, am I following this? Yeah, exactly. And that's part of why it doesn't make sense. Yeah, there, there's 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 so much information coming at you at once. Like definitely when like Hackbond is explaining something to uh, a human character, it, like this character pops up over and over again in this episode, mm-hmm. and he's explaining all this stuff, and he just shows up, and no one and no one gives him a badass. Says, "Oh, Hackmon, you're back." Mm-hmm. It's like okay, it's like oh crap, there's a Digimon. Yeah, which like, this like, world Digimon are normal. The, the rest, and that's the thing. The rest of the world. Goes bonkers when a Digimon shows up. Hackmon shows up to talk to Michizuki, or however you say that guy's name. Yeah. At what looks like the UN. Uh-huh. And in a hallway, and and he just talks and goes, oh, you're here. And I'm thinking, shouldn't somebody walking past go, holy crap, it's a Digimon run! <laughs> That's what they were doing when... And the other thing, so he's like, yeah. Well, I, to... I'm just saying not everyone at that government facility is going to be in on what a Digimon actually are. Oh, I agree. I agree. I, I, my thought is that people in Japan are so used to... <laughs> to uh, kaiju attacks. Yeah, kaiju attacks. <laughs> They're so used to kaiju it's, attacks. It's like, oh, there's a mini kaiju right there. Oh, hi. Are you me? No. Okay, fine. <laughs> Unless they're hanging around with kids, then they're obviously weapons of mass destruction <laughs> and must be taken out. I blame Gamera for this because <laughs> he's the friend to all children. Oh my gosh. Okay. <laughs> but either way. So Boy, the- we just went off on a tangent I wasn't expecting to go off of for another two weeks. 
with Nate Marchand's on. Right. On the Monster Island Film Vault. Yeah. <laughs> so we'll be there. All right. So it's like, yeah, there's a lot of information dump, and you got to be, re- you got to pay attention. Either A, stop it, rewind it, and like, okay, what did he say? How, th- how does the context work here? Um, what does this word in digi jargon mean? What does that word mean in digi, digi jargon? jargon? Am I following? Am I tracking what they're saying? Let, let me pull up my Digisaurus. <laughs> I mean, admittedly, it is easier to follow than Star Trek sometimes. Yeah. I'll branch you that, but at the same time, I'm still going. Uh, so we've got a dark ocean, and we've got a quantum sea, and apparently they're the same thing. Because they use both terms here. They do. And they do not do anything to let you know this is the same thing. Right. It's like, explain stuff. Use if if you're going to have techno babble, have consistent, clear, and easy to interpret techno babble. We have to follow what's going on. Right. Sorry. Continue. <laughs> no, you're good. Um, so yeah, there. Like I said, there's a lot of information to be followed, and if you're not fluent with it, because they are going to be like you go through one, two, three, four. And you're like, okay, I'm tracking, I'm tracking, I'm tracking. And then you get all this information dumped to you at once. I'm like, whoa, information overload. Yeah. It's like, okay, I need to stop. The fire hose is on and you're drinking from it. Yes, exactly. It's it's like the uh like the the um like the dog going going at the water hose. Yes. Just, and it's like, okay, I can't I can't assume all this information, all this data at once. Slow it down. I think Drew was right with the idea that this could have could have possibly been a nine movie series mm-hmm. that would have made. I think, it was, I think it must have been planned that way originally, and they couldn't get a Toei wouldn't give him approval for nine, so it got down shrunk to six. That's possible. But they had already written the scripts for one through three when they when they right. got knocked down and they couldn't change it. Right, it would have been hard to change it. Anyway, anyways, so yeah, it's just the 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 information dump you get. Definitely, if you don't have your Digisaurus out, you don't. You you're not you're not new to it. You're not new to Digimon. If you're like, huh? What in the world? What is this going on? Huh? Wait a minute. Pause. Let me think about that. Let me pull up my Digisaurus. Okay. That's what that means? Okay. Gotcha. I mean, if, the thing is, if you're not tracking with the movie up to this point, yeah. There's a when you get to Digi Digivangelion, your mind's just gonna go. I have no idea why this is happening. Exactly. Because <laughs> it doesn't make any sense. And yeah, I kind of vaguely understand why Digivangelion is happening. It's uh-huh. because the Digiworld and the real world are starting to merge. merge. And Kari went cuckoo for Cocoa Puffs because she thinks her brother her is dead. dead. Uh huh. And because she was in the digital world when that happened, uh. when the depression hit her, it caused this black code to come out and force Gatomon to be to digivolve into a, a Fannymon fall down mode. mode. And then, and then merge. somehow merge. I still don't understand how the merge happened. Because Mako did not command in any way, shape, or form yeah. make or Ragumon, sorry, yeah, to merge with Ophanimon fall down mode. She just did. does it. <laughs> it's like, is there dark digital magnetism going on? What's going on? Ex- you know, it doesn't really matter because it just happens. It does. It's cool. It's, it's cool to watch. At some point, you just got to go. Pick up another piece of popcorn and throw it in the mouth and not think about it. <laughs> At some point. Good night. This thing needs 
all of Digimon Adventure Try, in my opinion, needs a novelization to explain some of this stuff. Okay, so yeah, my third. At is... least it's not a somehow Palpatine returned situation, because <laughs> there is at least some logic to this, right? Yeah, that movie there is no lot. It's like okay, but this is not the Star Wars show. No, it's not. Did you actually say your third dislike? <laughs> yes, I did. There's. I, I couldn't remember if you actually. I, I did. If you, were, if you were coming off of my points, or if you had actually <laughs> stated yours, I did state mine. <laughs> oh my gosh! <laughs> I think that brings us to the end of the episode. I think <laughs> we did. I think we did. Okay, so what's what's your score? Uh, giving this a seven. All right, it's got enough epicness to. The jargonness, the jargonness. That's not a word, but the 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 problems with this, admittedly, are at least saved somewhat by the last five minutes of the movie, which yeah. are obviously stolen from the first five minutes of the next movie, <laughs> to some degree, <laughs> right? But I mean, there's all the problems I have with this. Like, it just goes away in that last five minutes, and I go, "Oh crap!" Also, I do. I'm going to laugh at. Oh, honey, you're such. Uh, you're such a peach, hon. It's like I don't think Japan. I don't think Japan ducks that way, and I don't think it translates that way either. You, that's not a transliteration. That is re- word replacements. Yes, that is okay. This is what they're going for. We're going this way <laughs> because it's still gonna be. It's gonna sound really. That was the thing. Let's see. I didn't say this before, but you can start to hear a southern accent start to come through as she's getting sad. Mm-hmm. I'm thinking. Did the actress break her voice accidentally and just went back to her native tongue, her native accent? And then she says that, she says that line, I go, no, they're doing this on purpose. Mm-hmm. Japan is not Georgia. <laughs> but apparently there's an Osaka, Georgia. Anyway, apparently. <laughs> I'm giving it a seven just because right. it's, it's got some issues. I do feel it's the weakest so far of the six. Simply because... Simply, simply because it's got to, it, it's it's a utility movie for the most part. It's getting you from four to six, mm-hmm. but, and also it's got to explain everything so you understand why six, what what's going on in six, because yeah. six will not have time to explain what's going on. Exactly. So, and you've got to end on the good note. So, yeah, yeah. Are, are the dun dun dun? What's going to happen yeah. next? <laughs> well, I mean, try has to end on a good. Oh yeah, a good roller coaster ride. Yeah, agreed. Five is the climb up the hill. Yeah, you're getting there. You're getting there. I don't know how, how one through four fit into that. If it's somehow the line or other smaller rides. Anyway, um, <laughs> yeah, I will. I will give it a seven point nine, seven point nine, seven point five. Uh, we don't do a point nine. Right? No, we don't. We get seven point five. Be like, yeah, it it does. There, there's a lot of information dump. I do love a lot of aspects of this film. Do not get me wrong. I still enjoy this film tremendously. Uh, like Drew said, be like it kind of it dumps a lot of information on you, and you have to understand this in order to go forward with the sixth and final film. And there again, if they would have maybe stretched this out to another film, made it maybe seven films, maybe eight films. Yes, yeah, so I don't think you need nine per se to get yeah. to fix some of this. You you could you, you can literally fix least, it in one film. You could probably fix most of the pacing issues in this in one film. Uh, I'm thinking you might need two to get to to smooth out both four and five. Yeah, to get it to where it's paced a little bit better. Plus, I kind of still wanted more in the regular digital world before 
we have to do this, the deadly the, where they go back. Yeah. But anyway. Yeah. And also there's, like, I would like to see them fighting the digital world at the beginning of this film a little bit more as it's trying to expel them. Yeah. Which I still think is a stupid explanation as to why crap keeps happening to them. Yeah. And plus in the original show, be like, it seemed like the digital world was fighting them as well. So, but anyway, anyways, so yeah, the, the hopping between the real world and digital world. And like, yeah, there's some great moments in here that makes it a really good film. There's just a lot of information dump that you need to understand. And they could have simply, it's like, okay, we're going to do another film, but apparently either a, they weren't going to do that originally or B, they lost the funding to do that. So they had to, cram everything into one film we don't know because i don't have that information so to summarize yeah it's a 7.5 it's still a great awesome movie we just get a lot of information dump that could have been uh spread out a little further to help with the uh the the learning the the um the information reveal Mm -hmm. instead of everything just you know you know dumped on you like a like a like a bat like a bad salad okay yeah so yeah 7.5 well that brings us to the end of yet another episode of the cellcast next week we are of course going to be reviewing the last the the, the sixth and final movie of digimon adventure try mm-hmm. which is future yes our trivia question for next week which i will post probably here in the next five seconds <laughs> If we're being honest, uh, this is not a what's the right answer type of trivia question. This mm-hmm. is more of a give me an answer and I will pick the one I like the best. Okay. Kind of a thing. Or we will actually. Okay. Who is your favorite Digimon and why? Oh, Jiminy's. That's almost mean of me to do with only like four days till our next recording session. Yeah. Wow. <laughs> But that's gonna be what I'm going with. So it's basically it's basically like if if we like your answer, we'll pick it. <laughs> Pretty much. Actually, we'll probably just read all of them because I like content. But right. anyway, exactly. So uh, yeah. So I think that's it for now. Okay. Because we have one more movie left in uh, season three. Mm-hmm. You can believe that. It was hard to believe actually for me because <laughs> this, this has been a weird year. Okay. I mean. It, 2020 and 2021 have been odd. Yeah, they have. To say the least. So it feels weird that we're on year three. Yeah. We're finishing year three and about to start yeah, year four. Yeah, agreed. That's mostly what I'm getting at. Yeah. Especially since uh, D-Lit is now with us. Yes. At least for the foreseeable future. Yes. Well, we'll discuss that next episode. Okay. Because we'll need to make a decision whether we're going to keep her around or not. Exactly. Uh, so yeah, join us next time for Digimon Adventure Try Part Six Future mm-hmm. as we end season three. Yeah, as we end season three. In the meantime, this has been Drew. This is Jacob, and we will catch you in the next frame. Come, Jacob. We must prepare for next week. Prepare for what, Drew? The same thing we do every week, Jacob. Record a podcast. Oh boy. So where can they find you, Jacob? You can find me on Facebook at Jacob B. Heron, also on Facebook at Jacob's Daily Art Corner, where I try to draw each and every day. I don't get to it as often as I like, but uh, join me there. Also, you can find me on Instagram at Jacob B. Heron, on Twitter at Jacob Heron, and Letterboxd at Jacob Heron. So where can they find you, Drew? You can also follow me on Letterboxd at GGeorge759, Facebook as Drew Dodgen, 
uh, my Facebook page where you can see pictures I've taken at Drew's Photo Bin. You can also follow me on Twitter at GGeorge759. You can email us at thecellcastpodcast at gmail.com. You can also follow us on Twitter at cast underscore cell. You can follow us on Twitch at twitch.tv slash thecellcastgaming. You can also follow us on YouTube at Cellcast. Listen to our podcast on Apple Podcasts, Google Play Podcasts, Stitcher, Spotify, and your favorite podcast directory. You can also listen to us on the Movie of the Week podcast with Jim Heron, where we talk about live-action movies. And remember, Cell is a single single L. L.